Hustle no sleep. Posse trying to eat. Making ends meet. Told him talk is cheap. Hustle no sleep. Posse trying to eat. Making ends meet. Told him talk is cheap. Hustle no sleep. Is you with it? Posse trying to eat. Is you with it? Making ends meet. Is you with it? Told him talk is cheap. Get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. What's good, people? Uncle Hotep back at it again. Episode 55 of Uncle Hotep's podcast. How y'all doing out there? I'm okay. Thanks for asking. <laughs> it's a rainy day out in Pennsylvania. Uh, it's gonna look like it's gonna rain all weekend. I need to get some plants in the ground. I want to put some tomato plants. I gotta do some gardening this weekend. Um, other than that, oh, I got my bike. Got my road bike. Uh, I had to get the uh, what? What the hell? I just forgot what the new thing is called. You know the the, uh, the wheel thing. I had to get a new one. I had some get some new cleats. Yeah, your uncle got like a thousand dollar bike. <laughs> Twelve. I can't remember. It was like fourteen hundred or something like that. Anyway, it's, it's a nice bike. Specialized Rubelite, Rubelo Elite, whatever. So I'm a, I haven't, I didn't ride all last year, man. I bullshitted, but I'm back on the road. I got, I got, I got to get in shape. Uncle Hotep is on the road back to, to getting healthy again, at least weight wise. Anyway, I'm back at it. Um, I want to shout out my man. Uh, I was just on his podcast. Uh, my man, biggest underscore Mikey, on Twitter. I was just on his uh, on his podcast. Uh, I think it, it's uh, the biggest Mikey podcast. Um, we chopped it up on um, what was it Wednesday night? Um, it was good episode uh, twenty seven of his podcast. Uh, it went really well. It was over hours and some change. Uh, we just talked about a whole bunch of stuff. Um, you know, we was talking about me and Black and uh, voting for Trump and, and the SJWs. He's he's a real uh, anti-SJW guy. Uh, I'll just read you his, his, uh, on his SoundCloud page. I want everybody to check him out. He a uh, former liberal shill. <laughs> Uh, it's great he admits it uh, outspoken anti-SJW and, and promoter of the anti-actual body positivity ideology uses wit and words to discuss current event topic it's politics film geek speak goofy lows and self-reflection with the added desire and responsibility to keep the, fr- the doctrine of free speech and free speech promotion intact he only bites when you bite first and he always be fair last might be at your expense however or his, let's talk. Um, it was cool, and, it, and we talked about uh, being black in America, and uh, and, and uh, how certain things that are going on affects you, and, and whatnot. 
Um, so if you guys get a chance, check out his podcast. Like I said, it's uh, on SoundCloud's The Biggest Mikey, uh, M-I-K-E-Y podcast. So check him out. Episode 27, I'm on there. Um, so shout out to shout out to him. Now back to regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> oh my gosh. Big baller brand. I don't even know if I've talked about LeVar Ball and BBB. Lonzo Ball um, during this podcast. Um, uh, I don't think I did, but, you know, I've done a couple videos on it, and it's wild now, man. He's, <laughs> you know, um, he's caused quite a stir because, you know, he went to Nike, and, and uh, I think he went to Nike Under Armour and Adidas. You know, his son is uh, Lonzo Ball, who's a projected lottery pick. He was, like, one of the better guards. And he's, if he wasn't the best point guard in the nation, he was probably second. I'd probably rate him second best point guard in the nation. So he's a certifi- <coughs> certified NBA lottery pick. Um, now, he has three sons. I mean, he has two, two other brothers. They're both, one's going to UCLA this year, and the other one's still going to be still in high school. Um, now Lonzo LeVar Ball, the father, uh, he's come up with this company called BBB, which is, I guess stands for big baller, big baller brand. You know what I mean? And he has set the world, the sports world on fire. I'm not even going to hold you, man. He, he really has set the sports world on fire. Um, he went to Nike and, you know, he's usually when you're a lottery projected lottery pick, you know, shoe companies will come to you and say, like, "Hey, man, do you wanna <laughs> you wanna sign for us and get a shoe deal?" And you know what I mean. But the ball boys, Lavar had a plan. You know what I mean. Lavar had a plan from the jump. Lavar had a plan from the jump. From from even when he picked his white that white woman he got pregnant and to get, to make three boys <laughs> to make basketball players. That's what his words, not mine. Um, he, uh, you know, she was tall. Like, I don't know. She played volleyball or something like that. But anyway, so he had a plan to get to get his sons in the NBA. You know, he was like a D1 player. I think he, I don't know if he played football and basketball, but he wasn't nothing major. But he had a plan. So he, he instead of, you know, just taking whatever these shoe companies are going to give you rookies, you know what I mean? Like, I think Ben Simmons signed a, like a two million dollar deal with Nike. Um, he was like, "Nah, man, we got our own shoe. We got Big Baller Brand, which is his company, which is the company he formed. You know, what I mean, with his sons and whatever, and it's the family brand, the family name brand. You know what I mean? Um, and he wanted to do a licensing licensing deal with with Nike, with Adidas, with under armor and they said nah they don't want to do that because you know the normal way is that they'll 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 take over the person's likeness and they'll just sell sneakers and stuff or they'll use them to sell other clothes he just wanted a licensing deal you know what i mean uh i guess the distribution uh some uh, something like that you know what i mean so they said no so he's he said screw it they're gonna do it their own way they and now they just released the the zo2s you know what i mean and uh 
<laughs> the big ball brand sneakers. It's going to be Alonzo uh, Balls. The he's going to be a rookie. It's going to be his signature sneaker. And the kick is, it the sneaker costs four hundred and ninety five dollars. <laughs> Man, people have lost their minds over this sneaker. People have really lost their minds, you know, and people don't understand. They're like, oh, he costing everybody, his son's money. People are saying he, Lonzo Ball needs to get rid of his dad, LeVar Ball, because his dad, LeVar Ball, is an idiot. I've seen everybody's chiming in. You know what I mean? LeVar Ball's always, he's on SportsCenter, or he's on LeVar, Le, Le, Le I don't know all these, these sports, ESPN, and these other, uh, uh, <laughs> speaking people. But he's everywhere. You know? And, um, and it's, <laughs> it's crazy. People are going crazy about it. Um, the thing is, this, this is my problem in, in the shine, the African-American, the Akata community. Now, I, I remember one day I went to I went to King of Prussia Mall and the Neiman Marcus. I was like, man, the shine goes to the Neiman Marcus and talk about they go. Like, cause sometimes I follow like rappers like Quilly and stuff like that. That's a, this that's Philly area rapper. Um, they talk about going King, King of Prussia and balling out. You know, these Philly cats, you know, Philly cats love to dress fly. I ain't gonna lie, hold you. If you ever meet a brother from Philly, you know, you'll know if he's from Philly, if his, his hair cut on point, in his shoe game, top notch. So one day I went to Neiman Marcus. I was like, let me look at these. This is where they, they sell the designer shoes. I picked those shoes up. There was a couple thousand dollars for them shoes. I am not I am not playing with you. Like the Balenciagas and the Gucci's and them Pradas. Okay, that's, that's what this is the big baller stuff. <laughs> so Lonzo Ball, they're selling big baller brand. <laughs> That's just, this is what I don't get. Like, I see a lot of uh, black people like, hey, man, that's too much money. That's too much money. Then you go to a club. You buy a bottle of a club. That's four or $500. They buy bottles in the club all night long. All you see is sprinklers going around the the the, uh, the, the bottle lady come, going by. They marking up the, 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 the price of the Ciroc and... In Hennessy bottles, like five hundred percent. Niggas don't, don't niggas, black people have no problem doing that. Then you go to the city shines in the strip club, just throwing money away, just throwing it up in the air, making it rain. Go down Atlanta, like I, listen, I follow some of these drones on, on uh, Snapchat. <laughs> Yo, these strippers, they, listen. Negroes be throwing money left and right. Left and right. And never have I heard, hey, uh, no, man, don't throw that money away, man. You're wasting away. We could do all this, that, this, that, and the third with that money. No, I never hear that from the shine. Now I hear, you know what I mean? Shaq said, oh, LeVar Ball, you got to look out for the, the, the younger kids, man. You're pricing it out. <laughs> You're pricing out the poor folks. 
He's if you're poor, the sneakers are not for you. Everything ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Them sneakers might not even be for me. I got my BBB shirt on order. It should be coming soon. I hope. I wish it was here now. It was like two. I think it said fourteen days for it to get here. I need to check that and see when it's coming. But I can't wait for it to come, man. Cause I'm like, yo, I got, I, I gotta get my chart, man. You know what I mean? He, he, he created a wave. And, and you know what? This was the thing. George Raveling, Raveling, whatever his name, he's a Nike executive. He was quoted on record saying, LeVar Ball is the worst thing to happen to basketball in 100 years. And, you know, LeVar, I was mad at LeVar Ball. He took the bait on that. I'm like, you should just pay that no attention. But now I see what George was doing. Then, you know, they're going to be, they got to stay on their P's and Q's because, you know, Nike got a lot of money and they got a lot of money to lose. Say if LeVar Ball, like, it's rumored he's, they've sold already 5,000. They're up to 5,000 order. I think they just pulled that number out because people been <laughs> people been buying the shoe, right? And they're putting screenshots and people are looking at their orders and seeing there's 5,000 orders. But that might be from something else, you know what I mean? Um, that might be all a total of all their items sold so far. But I think they've sold a couple hundred, you know what I mean? I'm, if they haven't sold close to a thousand, I think they might be getting close to that. But there's been a rumor that they sold 5,000 already. And people are saying, damn, they made too much. You know what I'm saying? So people are buying, people are going to buy that, man. And the thing is, you know, like Starberry came out, you know what I mean? Master P, Shaq with the cheaper sneakers so kids in the, in the hood can afford the sneakers. This is this is what I try to tell the shine man. You can't you can't go cheap with the American Negro man. The American Negro wants to spend their money. You know what I'm saying? Even the even the people went broke that are broke. You can't you can't sell for you can't make it for the broke. They're not gonna they're not gonna hold you up because once they get a little money in their pocket, they be like, Nah, I want that cheap shit no more. Nah, that nah, them, them Starbirds, them cheap ass sneakers. You know what I'm saying? That's how that's how black people think, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. I've been black all my life. So I know what they how they think. You know what I'm saying? It, it, I mean, it's a shame to think that way, but it is what it is. I think he priced himself just right. He priced himself above the Jordans and below the Balenciagas, the Pradas, and everything else. He, he I think he's gonna he's creating his own lane. You know what I mean? Yeah, as long as the sneaker is is good quality, I think he and Lonzo Ball can play, and I mean he's going to have some success. I don't think he's going to be a flop. Uh, he's a six six point guard. He has, looks like he has great vision. Uh, he can shoot, even though he has this funky ass jumper mechanics, um, and uh, he's he's athletic and decent. He's athletic enough, you know what I mean. He he's got vision. He can see over the. He's like. Uh, I wouldn't say Jason Kidd vision, but he has he's that he has that Jason Kidd body where he can see over see over taller guards and see the whole floor. You know what I mean? So I think he will have a good NBA career. But George Raveling, they they're Nike is afraid. That's why he made that statement. This is why people don't understand that, man. See, you know, <clears throat> the shine will just take something. And, and, and say and repeat it and like oh yeah see Lonzo Ball we told you 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 ain't no good for the NBA oh no no Raveling said that 
because they, Nike does not want this to happen. They do not want the balls to succeed. Let's just say they sold, they will sell $5 million in the, in the first year of sneakers, 5,000 sneakers. That's $2.4 million. That's, remember, I just told you, Ben Simmons got a $2 million deal from Nike. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Now, it, <coughs> they're just giving him that money, but he's going to have to earn that back, and he's and Nike's going to make a whole lot more of that money from the sneaker sales. And then they're going to make, <coughs> they're going to put Ben Simmons in, in all types of light, they'll sell his likeness on shirts and everything, and they're going to keep all that money. So what would you rather have? A hundred percent of your of your earnings or just a fraction of it, like Ben Simmons. Now I think that Ben Simmons deal that might have been a, 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 a not a per year deal. That might have been like a couple year deal. I don't know the specifics on that, but I don't think it was <clears throat> I'm not sure if it was a two million per deal. I think it was probably maybe a three or four or maybe the length of his rookie contract. See what I'm saying? Now, what if he, <clears throat> Lonzo Ball, he's going to have to ball out. But, I mean, if he has a good rookie year, they're, they're, <laughs> they're going to be sitting pretty. You know, and what's Nike going to do then? then? Then another person in college in the next couple years will be like, hey, man, I can do it the way Lonzo Ball did it. And LeVar Ball. You see what I'm saying? That's why they're trying to kill it now. LeVar Ball might not succeed. But he always already planting the seeds for people that are coming up behind his son Lonzo. That's what Nike's afraid of. People don't don't people don't peep that game. Didn't people do not peep didn't peep that game at all. This is what's missing from the shine. The shine gotta think deeply sometimes. The shine is so think so one dimensional, man. Sometimes you gotta three think three four dimensional. You know what I mean? You got it's it, 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 the, the immortal words of Alonzo uh, Alonzo from Training Day. It's chess, not checkers. You see what I'm saying? You got. You, 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 <laughs> Hey, I hope he succeeds, man. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to get me a pair of them uh, ZO2s or not, but, man, it, I'm, I'm more so apt to support him than to go pair, buy a pair of Nikes, man. You see what I'm saying? He could break the mold, man. Jordan built Nike. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. MJ built Nike, man. Let's 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 get it. In. Let's not get it misconstrued, man. And this is and this is what he. This is what the balls realize. The players are the commodity. The players need a bigger cut. The players deserve a bit bigger cut. You know what I mean? They're the ones. Their likenesses. They're the ones playing the game. Now Nike came up, <coughs> offered some people some shoes. Then they sold the shoe. But Nike's the one pimping them. Why not you start your own shoe company and you sell your own shoes? This see this is the <coughs> this is the thing. With social media era, 
you don't need as much um, marketing like you did back in the day to buy commercials and stuff like that. You can just be LeVar Ball and arrogant and talk. They going to put you on TV themselves. You can put, um, um, hold on. You can do it on your own. Now they're going to come to you because like, um, uh, what was this guy's name? I can't remember this guy's name. Uh, this ESPN guy, I followed his Twitter. Um, you know, he's a, a beat NBA beat writer. And he was saying, uh, that ESPN, any article they write on ball is a high, they gets the most clicks. You know what I mean? So people are wondering why we're, why why all these networks are giving LeVar Ball a, a platform because it generates revenue. Everybody wants to hear what he has to say. I'm I'm gonna play you with it. I guess they did an interview with Slam Magazine. This is what Lonzo Ball uh, talked to Slam about his sneaker. Now this is the son that's going to uh, be in the league. push the culture forward don't let the culture push us you know what i'm saying they're the culture not let nike and all these other shoe companies push them and then mold them and what they want to want to hear you know what i'm saying that's peak that's game right there i know somebody probably wrote that for him but you know i mean that's it is what it is it's up to us to put forward a movement that empowers not only ourselves but our families and our communities as well a movement that allows us to claim what's ours, to claim what we've been working so hard for. A movement that provides opportunity and employment to those closest to you, to those who were there from the beginning, your real family, taking care of yours. A movement allowing us to be entrepreneurs, not just endorsers. A moment to just to be entrepreneurs, not just endorsers. Now, LeBron James have made that step where you know what I mean? He's been reaching, when well, he branched out and started, you know what I mean, opened a, 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 an agency for uh, players. You know what I mean? He's, he's branching out. He branched out. He was one of the first to do it, to be honest with you. Um, but this is the next step. You know what I'm saying? Now, LeBron used the capital he got from Nike to flip that. But these guys are going, they're just going out straight, they're going hard from the jump. You see what I'm saying? They're going hard for the jump. So, we'll, I mean, we'll see what happens. But this is the next evolution from what LeBron James was doing and to what these guys are doing. That's what Big Baller Brand stands for. Showing that when you have teamwork and hard work, anything you put your mind to can be done. you got to dream big because it's all a mindset. And with that being said, I'm excited to give you guys an exclusive look at my first ever signature shoot, the ZO2 my Big Baller Brand. Mojo on the and the rest he goes into 
he goes into his sneakers. So I'm not going to bother you guys with that. But uh, guys and girls, I'm going to be misogynist. Sorry. Um, but um, hey, you know, I'm Hotep. And I think this is a Hotep move. And um, not just the, well, I do have some th certain things about Nike, <laughs> against Nike. But uh, I applaud this move. Um, the players take advantage of, um, yeah, everybody should strive to be a Nike, not to work for Nike. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's okay. I mean, it's okay either way, but you shouldn't shame somebody. And this is what I'm seeing in the, in the community and people at large. Like, they're trying to shame the balls for not taking the money from Nike. Like, they want to be a ne the next Nike. They want to be compete against Nike. You know what I'm saying? There's not, And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? This is what we need. This is, <clears throat> you know, especially in black America, people complain about this quote-unquote white supremacy and this white racism is institutions so why wouldn't you support somebody that want to do it on their own you see what i'm saying it's crazy uh, anyway on to the next enough about that trump care he got past the house he got it past the house on to the senate now my boy Rand paul's in there so Hopefully, they'll uh, they'll make some modifications. Uh, it, it passed like I was think it was two two seventeen two thirteen. And you know what? I was listening to radio and all the news radio. You can tell now 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 the game is is the jig is up on fake news. You can tell <coughs> how they work. You know what I mean? Because every time they mention the vote. They would say it narrowly passed. They they always had to throw that 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 little added narrowly. I mean, I saw I watched Roku, right? I mean, on no the Reuters app, and they said it a couple times. Uh, they narrowly it, a bill that narrowly passed through the House. You know what I mean? Then I, I you know I listen to ten sixty a lot when I'm when I'm driving. You know that's like a little news AM news radio something. And they said the same thing. You know, like sometimes if you look on Twitter. Like if if uh, after a big news event, and you look and you will search, you'll find like look you'll see a keyword, like you'll see a bunch of mainstream media people. They'll all use the same keyword to describe somebody. They did it all the time with Trump. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if there's there's some deep conspiracy. There might be this email chain that goes along to to the editors at each news station or newspaper <laughs> magazine or newspaper newspaper right. And say, hey, uh, use these words or, or describe it. Use this to describe it. That's how I, I, I'm not, I wouldn't put it past them. You know what I mean? Uh, you know how I think about the things. You know, I'm Hotep, so I, I believe in the deepest, darkest conspiracies. You know what I mean? But I, I also believe a lot of the, a lot of agents are in uh, the news. You know what I mean? Like on TV and the newspapers all across the country. You know, that's the CIA, FBI types in there. Um, but uh, we'll see about Trump care. I mean, he, he came out and uh, Paul Ryan was behind him and <laughs> they had like a little victory. They looked like it was a victory speech and stuff like that. You know, I mean, he was cheesing, you know what I mean? <clears throat> um, yeah, but it's it's one step to getting rid of Obamacare. Um, I can't say I was too thrilled with Obamacare. Um, I, I think my I got worse insurance afterwards. Um, 
Uh, but we'll see what happens. I, I'm also one of the people that would think it was it was better the way it was before. I think they could have improved, improved on it somewhat. Um, I, I know I like how people like try to make a comparison with other countries and say they have this and this have the, the universal health care and stuff like that. Uh, what, why can't have America? One thing I want to say about that. Um, America is different. You know what I mean? America is a capitalist country. It's America is about getting their shekels. You know what I mean? It's always been about getting money. Uh, it's, it's from the, from day one. Um, it's it's so and people come over here all across the world to make a dollar. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think you have to look at some st stuff differently. Um, is it willing to sacrifice the ability to get a dollar? You know what I mean? To get rich? You know what I mean? In some countries, you won't be able to afford this. That's why they come over here. You know what I'm saying? And to work and you know, they can make the shekels. You know what I mean? Then they send this money back home. But I think you have to give. It's a give and take, man. You can't have everything like these other countries have. Because why? If, they, if that was the case, then the people wouldn't even come over here. You know what I mean? But that's that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So um, I uh, hold on a second. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, this is a feather in Trump's hat. Uh, you know what I mean? I think he's gonna be walking a little bit taller, talking a little bit more Yang. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he missed his 100-day mark for this, but uh, that's one thing he wanted to accomplish. This is one of his campaign promises. So he got it out the way. Well, he has it halfway out the way. We'll see. You know the bill's going to get modified. Hopefully it does, it does for the better, and hopefully you get better health care. I think if they just open it up for uh, competition between states and stuff like that and work on something that we can lower the price of drugs, I think uh, American people will be happy with that. Um, to be honest with you, um, we'll see. UCLA gang story. <laughs> I got to talk. I made a video about this. And, you know, sometimes I double up on what I talk about. But, man, this is craziness. Like, uh, this guy, um, I guess he's the UCLA class president, student body president. And uh, he's a white guy. And a picture emerged from a year ago of him holding up gang signs. Now, I'm not going to get into it. Somebody, I didn't even, this, this is, see, my, some of my followers on Twitter are more woke than me, but I don't, I'm, you know, I don't, I, didn't, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I was looking at it from one angle and this, uh, I, I totally forgot about it. Uh, you know what I mean? Sometimes I forget about the, you know who. But uh, one of my followers on Twitter told me to look at, he said, he said, he read the last name of the guy of the president. And I was like, oh, man, <laughs> I'm just saying. But anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about. So now there's a big stir. Like, so now the American Negro are, are mad that he held up a gang side. They were saying he's being racist. He's culture appropriating gangs. And it's a joke. Like, are you serious? Listen, I'm black. I'm not claiming any gang culture. I'm not claiming it. Only people that can claim gang culture is gang people in the gang. Some shine will say, you know what I mean? This is making fun. When white people do it, it's racist. I'm like, this is just, this is beyond belief. And these people, I mean, this guy, is, this is a black kid that goes to UCLA. I'm going to find his Twitter. Not the student president, the black man who complained about it. 
And I'm gonna give him my ear, man. I gotta be. I'm. I know I'm on my old head shit, man. Joe Button is on his old head shit. Talk that cussed out. <coughs> then they're cussed out Yachty. But I'm like, oh, Joe Button brought old heads back. I'm only on my old head shit, man. I'm sunning any young boy that they act stupid, man. I'm like, y'all, they all doing the dumb shit. This is what old heads are for. Like, don't complain about white kids throwing up gang signs. You know, we should be moving away from gangs. It's 2017, and we're still talking about gangs. Like, the blood, I can't remember when uh, Colors came out. You know what I mean? I remember, uh, that was like, that must be 19, let me think of the year Colors came out. Colors. I don't know if I was in. 1988 Colors came out. It's 2017. We're still talking about gangs? And you're mad? <laughs> like, come on, man. No. We shouldn't be talking about gangs in 2017, man. If the gang culture was... I don't know if it was at its peak. It was, it was still probably growing in 1988. I would say in the early 90s, it was probably peak. But we're still talking about gang stuff. Come on, man. I'm not. I can't. I can't give all, give you all that, man. Get leave that stuff alone, man. Leave it behind. You know what I mean? We should be like <laughs> moving so far away from gangs. Nobody can talk about them. like you're in the gang. They should be like, are you in a gang? You should be asking those questions. Like, why are we still in gangs? You know what I mean? We there's plenty of opportunity for us here. You know what I mean? I just seen a um. Somebody posted a tweet about, you know, it's Cinco de Mayo today. I'm recording this on Cinco de Mayo. I don't have a sombrero on or anything like that. And uh, I don't think I'm eating no tacos tonight. I, I, I eat them Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. I like making tacos on Taco Tuesday. And I think that's going to be a tradition in my house. Taco Tuesday. Anyway, let me get back to There was a, somebody put a tweet. Uh, there was this guy, uh, this kid, this Mexican immigrant. He was, he was son of two immigrants. They lived in a one-bedroom apartment, and he was going, he graduated high school, and he got accepted by every Ivy League school, all the big league schools, you know what I mean? Now, if you can, if a kid can graduate from uh, a high school in a one-bedroom apartment with two immigrant uh, <laughs> uh, parents, what excuse does the black America have for not succeeding in America? You see what I'm saying? That's why I always say it's culture. And you're hanging on to this degenerate culture instead of leaving it behind. And this is a perfect example of it. I'm going to cry and, and, and bitch and moan and say, oh, this, this, this white student, he's a student, probably president, it's problematic. I'd slap the, <laughs> let, me, let me stop. This should be embarrassed. I'm, I, I don't know what else to say. It's crazy. It really, really is that you would be uh, upset because a white person um, held up some gang signs. You ain't even in gang. Now he's talking about, <clears throat> I guess one of his peoples died. You should be make fun of it. I'd make fun of it too. Y'all should, should be stopped doing this shit. There's no reason for it. 
if, if, if a son of two immigrants can come over America and now he can go to any college in the world and the country he wants. There's no excuse for the shine, the Akata, the Nignog, whose families have been here for generations. Jesus Christ, man. Van Jones. <laughs> because you know what? Black people worry about the wrong shit. And this Van Jones bit is the exact example, exact example of Negroes worried about the wrong shit. You know, Van, you know Van Jones. He's a CNN guy. Um, I don't know what his official title is. Um, uh, he's a CNN host. He signed a ma management deal with Rock Nation. <laughs> you know, and I made a tweet about Jay-Z. You know, he's... Uh, the powers that be are using him. I mean, he's not too hip to see it. You know what I mean? Or he is hip to see it. He doesn't care. Um, he's making all these movies and documentaries concerning racial divide in our country. I mean, what he's actually doing, he's furthering the racial divide in the country. I think he was trying to do it to help, but he really isn't. He's making, he's, he's fanning the flames, if you will. Um, now, Van Jones, he signed Van Jones. In, you know what I mean? Van Jones is, you know, CNN, and he's quote-unquote an activist and a advocate for stuff like that. Um <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna read you from the Rock Nation site. Renowned activist, <laughs> CNN commentator, and two-time New York Times best-selling author Van Jones has joined Rock Nation as an exclusive management client. Van Rock Nation will work with Van all across across all aspects of his career. That work the work that we do with Van will be about making change. He'll be cause-oriented. He'll be justice-oriented. It will provide innovative approaches that uplift people. Not Nation, Rock Nation will work to amplify the already excellent advocacy that Van does to improve education, the environment, and social justice. This summer and fall, a tour held by, by Van will support initiatives and select, and select local programs. All ticket sales of the soon-to-be-announced events will go directly to the designated organizations. They're going on the Activism World Tour. You know, man. I'm going to say what. Uh, wait a second. On Van joining Rock Nation, Sean Carter, Jay-Z, stated Van's immense capacity for empathy builds bridges. He inspires dialogue and only through conversation and active listening can, change, tr can, can true change occur. Rock Nation is honored to support and amplify every initiative. You know what? I'm tired of conversation. I'm tired of this. This buzzword conversation. And I'm tired of this buzzword, quote unquote, change. You know what I mean? Change doesn't happen. You know what has to change? Black America has to change. Our culture has to change. You're acting like people, these people are acting like we got to change the courts and everything else. No, 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 no. We just got to stay out of them courts. You know the game is dirty once you go in it. You just have to avoid playing the game. We keep playing the game. I'm saying we, as in African Americans, the Akata, the shines. And it's crazy. 
You know what I mean? He, Van Jones, a Yale-educated attorney. You know what I'm saying? And he can help black America by, like, mentoring people, mentoring young boys. You know what I mean? Helping these boys, like, get to get to Yale. You know what I'm saying? This is how he can help. You know what I mean? Now, not this uh, activism world tour. Just stop, man. I, I, it's... it's I, uh, it's crazy, you know what I mean? I mean, this philanthropy and stuff, whatnot, I mean, what we need to do is just worry about ourselves. And <laughs> I can never get that from black America, you know what I mean? And, and <clears throat> I don't want any change. I want to change within ourselves. Um, the society can be be it as as it may. It's not up to Black America to change it. You know what I mean. And this is what they don't understand. They're being used to facilitate that change. Um, forced change never works. You know what I mean. You have to let this change come naturally, and it will come quicker naturally if we change ourselves and our culture in within ourselves. You know what I'm saying. And, but we're not focusing on that. We're focused on everything else but that. You know what I mean? So I, that's eh, crazy. It really, really is sickening to be honest. <laughs> um, another thing that happened this week: uh, there was a university, Texas University of Texas had a they had an actual uh, a shooter. I mean, not a shooter, a stabber. I think it was a false flagger. Not that somebody actually did die, but. Just like the Dallas shooter last year, it was this, you know, I mean, this black guy who was who actually was seemed like he was too woke to be for his own good, uh, went on a rampage. But also happened this week. I'm not gonna bore you with those details. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I think he. Uh, I think uh, because you know his dad was in uh, his dad was in the military, so that that just raises red flags here. If if either the kid, the person, or the or the kid has been in the military or, or is in the military, that's, that's suspects type stuff. Um, but anyway, there was a beauty pageant, like one of the, 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 one of the, what's it called? Fraternities held a beauty pageant. And this, this, this lady, this uh, lady won, but she's really, really light-skinned, you know what I mean? Um, her, her dad was black, her mom was white, and you know, in African American culture, in, in the African American community, you see whole types of people. Um, you'll see the people that look almost white. You'll see dark. You know what I mean? But you, not necessarily. You see people that look white. They might just have two light skinned parents. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's what it is. And people were upset because she wasn't dark enough. Like who cares? And this is why I made a video about this. And, you know, because I've seen, you know, America has lately a lot of uh, Indians have come over here, right? Not the Native Americans, the other Indians. And they have a varying degree of shade to their color. There's, there's Indians that are d way darker than I am. You know what I'm saying? And there's Indians that are really fairly fair skinned. You know what I'm saying? And, but they all treat each other as Indians, you know what I mean, they don't like, they don't like, 
in black America, you'd be like, oh, you're not black enough. They don't, I never heard an Indian say, oh, you're not dark enough or you're not light enough. I know they have their own color cast system or cast system or whatever. They like, you know what I mean? But they're all Indians at the end of the day. Uh, they might put a little value on something else or or, <coughs> or or not. You know what I'm saying? But when they come over here, they're all family. They all shop together. You know what I mean? They all go go to the park together. You see they walking around and they got their all oh, their 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 Indian gear on, looking all regal, walking around the park exercising. You know, and it's it's crazy. African Americans think like this shit, man. Like these are the same shines that, like, the same dynamic of a black father and a white mother uh, raised or well, made Barack Hussein Obama. They're, they're quote-unquote first black president. So how can you claim Barack Obama, but this girl is not black enough? By using that, then Barack is not black enough. You're just judging by skin color. She might just not be able to go outside a lot. Because I've seen various pictures on her. Like, she just really looked, she really looked, I don't know if there was the lighting, but I've seen pictures of her, and, you, and different pictures of her, we're like, oh, yeah, you, she, she's definitely not white. You can tell. This one, she uh, kind of looked Indianish, I guess. But in other pictures, like, oh, you could say, I've seen black girls look just like her. You know what I mean? I think black America has to take a, a look at what makes... And like I always said, it's not really about um, its skin color. It's about... Now, on that thing, it's just because the dark-skinned women are just being jealous. That's just, They're just being jealous and petty. Let's just be honest here. Um, but a lot of times being black in America is, just, is about how you think and stuff like that. It's not about who your parents are or what's your skin color. I don't know why they want to pull it out on this part, but that's that was just strange. And it was just a whole strange dynamic. And people really got on her about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Instead of accepting it, you know what I mean? Then, uh, which would be, a, I think, a wiser move. The African-American, the shine, wants to uh, fight it, I guess. For some strange reason. I don't know. But anyway. Um, this is episode 55. Uh, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Um, if you follow me on Twitter. At Handy Mayhem or Uncle Hotep. I greatly appreciate it. Um, please like and subscribe. All my YouTube videos. Uh, please like and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, if you listen on iTunes. Uh, please give me a review. Um, uh, if you can donate some money to the cause. Uh, you can donate via Patreon or my PayPal. Uh, I really appreciate those links are on my YouTube page. Um, as always, I, I appreciate it and I thank you all for listening. Peace.